baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's 9.30 in 716. With the primary elections in the rearview mirror, let the real politicking begin. Some of the same things I'm being attacked by my Democratic opposition for, these plans are in the works and have been for months by Andrew Cuomo and Working Families Party cronies. My guess is the fix is in. Whatever they're going to do, they've already decided. I'm Tim Wenger on 930 in 716, and now that the primary elections are over, we're told things, stuff, will start to happen in the race to replace in NY27. At the same time, there is increasing sentiment from many that Chris Collins will remain on the ballot in November. Time will tell. For his part, Erie County Republican Party Chairman Nick Langworthy says they'll need to reorganize this weekend and other counties in the NY27 district will follow suit early next week. Then they'll move forward with their strategy, whatever that may be. Following the balloting and results primary night, our Mike Baggerman talked with Langworthy, who is ruffled over some downstate maneuvering the Democrats are allegedly doing that mirrors what the GOP is apparently attempting to orchestrate in NY27. Well, you have a situation where in Deborah Glick's assembly district in Manhattan, which happens to be the home district of Cynthia Nixon, a attorney was placed on the working families line. Even though since the inception of the Working Families Party, they have endorsed Deborah Glick every single election. This was very strange, and it came as news to Deborah Glick. It was well reported on in the New York City media. What you have here is a stalking horse placeholder candidate. He's not really intending to run. What That is a fallback position by Governor Cuomo's people and leaders in the Working Families Party. So if Cynthia Nixon is to lose, their intention is to nominate that candidate, that attorney on the line, for Supreme Court, opening up the line and allowing them to nominate Cynthia Nixon for state assembly underneath. Some of the same exact tactics that, even though we haven't speculated exactly what we're going to do for New York 27 to substitute the ballot, some of the same things I'm being attacked by my Democratic opposition for, these plans are in the works and have been for months by Andrew Cuomo and Working Families Party cronies. You know, I remember as you guys have been going through this entire NY27 process, Democrats all over the place condemning you, condemning the Republicans, but based on what you're saying, they're doing the exact same thing. This would be nearly identical. But the only difference here is they didn't learn about this problem on August 8th like I did. They're, they had time to orchestrate this through petitions, and they manipulated that party's balloting so that they had a fallback position to pull Cynthia Nixon back off. You know, as somebody who's worked in politics for several years, I know you've mentioned to us that this is not a position you've ever wanted to be in. But that being said, is this kind of, quote-unquote, the dirty side of politics? New York state election law is the most complicated in the United States of America. Um, it would be far easier for me in this situation if we could just, you know, have a, a, 
you know, a, a normal substitution. If a candidate could decline, get off the ballot, and you could move on with a new candidate. Some states have things like that, provisions. I mean, there are deadlines, but certainly August 8th wouldn't be that deadline. Uh, I wish things weren't as complicated as they are. I mean, I think New York State election law should really uh, be modernized. Uh, Democrats doing the thing that you guys are doing, does that mean that you guys would sue the Democrats if they moved Nixon off the governor's office? I don't believe I have any standing, so I'm not going to say that I'm going to sue anybody, but I do think that uh, every, I mean, virtually any change to the ballot routinely comes with lawsuit. You know, and that's why, you know, we continue to say with Congressman Collins' cooperation, we could, we can accomplish a, a substitution. It's with cooperation. If the candidate chooses not to cooperate, you cannot get the candidate off the line. Cynthia Nixon has to consent to come off the working family's line. On Friday, you guys are taking a big step with NY27, another legal process, the county committee re-election. Yes. Can you give us kind of a, an overview of what people can expect with that tomorrow? Well, they, uh, it, we have uh, every two years our entire party you know, is invited to come together uh, to elect new leadership you know, for another two-year term. So I've been proud to stand as chairman for eight years. Uh, I believe I still have the support of my committee and will continue on for another term. And, um, you know, and I, I appreciate that support that I've been given by our, our party apparatus. You know, we've, we've won a lot more than we've lost in, in, in a dark blue county. So I'm proud of our record. Uh, we'll take that in. We have Mark Molinaro coming in tomorrow uh, to, to help us rally our troops and get us ready for the general election. The, the the preseason is over. We're in the, the, the playoffs here, and uh, it's a very exciting time. Uh, so after that, does that mean, after this re-election, does that mean you are able to announce the candidate? That will be Erie County doing it tomorrow night. Other counties, Saturday, Monday. We will meet as chairs for the first time in Albany on Tuesday. I don't expect that we'll be making the substitution on Tuesday, but we will have the date definite. Uh, when something will be done. Any speculation on your end when that date could be? I, I think things have to move next week. I mean, it's, it, it, um, it, it would have to really start to take shape because we are getting very close to the election. Who are you guys going to pick? <laughs> Wouldn't you like to know that, huh? Uh, I, really, I, I have been so focused on the process that I haven't even spoken with my fellow chairs about candidate selection since we left Batavia that last day. Uh, we have an embarrassment of riches of people that could go on to serve us very admirably in Congress. We're very lucky. And only one candidate since that day, Senator Ransenhofer, has taken his name out of consideration. Everyone else remains uh, on the table. Um, obviously, we'd have to revisit that. But, you know, we as chairs, when we left there, we said we really don't see any uh, need to announce a narrowing of the field or, uh, you know, this isn't Survivor or the Hunger Games. I mean, we have... Uh, every single person that came before that group could admirably serve this community in Congress and be that conservative voice that we need in Washington. So I, I am, we have plenty of who's. It's a question of how, and that's what we've been working on. I'm confident the plan is in place. I'm confident that with our legal team we have worked very hard to get that done. Um, with Congressman Collins' cooperation, we can accomplish that plan. Buffalo News ran a story on Wednesday saying that the town of Clarence is being eyed as a position for Congressman Collins. 
Is that something you guys? Are and again, I'm not going. You know, in, until we get to the point where we go to make the substitution, I'm not going to comment on specifics uh, because I I know that we're facing you know grandiose uh, legal challenges from our opposition. And uh, at this point, uh, I, am, I am confident that mechanisms exist with Congressman Collins' cooperation to, to substitute him from the ballot. Has he been uh, supportive of the ideas? That I, the, the last I heard out of his mouth was on Channel 4 on uh, WIVB on, on Monday night, and he sounded as though he was pretty cooperative, which is the messages that we've heard uh, to date. Some perspective now from one man who was an early frontrunner for the NY27 replacement spot and one who, of course, watches politics, well, for a living. Michael Caputo and David Bellavia now. My guess is the fix is in. Whatever they're going to do, they've already decided. It's got to be. They've been talking about it now for a month, right? And in addition to that, uh, whoever they're going to pick is already picked. And uh, it's you know these these pieces are all going to fall into place pretty quickly. Uh, Nick Langworthy made that fairly clear in his press conference uh, early on that it was going to happen directly after the primary. I think everybody who's got questions, got you know wondering what's going to happen in New York twenty seven, uh, uh, don't don't sleep too long. You're going to hear it. And and frankly. You know, I spent a lot of time in Washington between then and now. I'm on uh, conference calls twice a day with Washington because of projects I'm working on on, on the midterms. And uh, New York 27 is a problem. It's a problem because they know that if Chris Collins stays on the ballot, that the, uh, the, the salt-of-the-earth Republicans of Wyoming County, uh, a lot of them, you know, they may not come out. Because they don't want to vote for somebody who's potentially a criminal. Because they're good and ethical, and decent, honest people. Honest people, and that's what good and decent, honest people. If you do. had to guess, when when do they make their move? When do they announce Next week. what's going to happen? It's going to happen. It has it's to. got to. It's, it's got to. This convention. person, if they get somebody on the ballot, they got to be. They're already late. The, the the law states that 45 days before election, the ballot has to be solidified. So it's got to be printed. It's got to be printed what, next Thursday is the day, right? Right. Right. That's and, what it has to and frankly, um, uh, it, you know, we're going to have a, a a challenge in, in the courts on on this issue as well. I mean, if they go ahead and move, you know, Collins off the ballot, you've got the Democratic lawyers from all over the state, gripe, even out of Washington, getting ready to front load a, a, a court challenge immediately. And then there's going to be an appeal. That's right. And it's so this and, is going to go And good luck on. finding a right-leaning judge. There isn't any. Exactly. There in isn't any. So the, the the Washington core knows that New York 27, even though it's R plus 11, could become a problem. Stay tuned because stuff will begin to happen and we'll be all over it. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 